Hey guys, this was a long conversation Coach Greg and I had, uh, and since last week was just as long, I decided I better split this up into two parts. Uh, so enjoy this first part, and then uh, next week we'll release part two. Okay, now Coach, you said in our pre-show combo that let's keep it light today, but I'm not sure if we've ever accomplished that on a single podcast, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> today might be the day. <laughs> but go ahead and introduce yourself and I'll introduce myself coach my name is Greg McNeil and I am one of these individuals that wants to help you in times to in challenging times to find a way to experience joy in this life right mm -hmm. um, how do we navigate all of the chaos that we have around us so that we can live not only a life worth living, right, but one that also gives back to the community of which we are part of, right? So yeah. I'm that guy, yeah. right? That's who I am. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Sherry Wilson on the same mission as coach, um, business owner of Genius Owl Limited Company. Uh, I guess you could say a, a coach to a degree when it comes to the work that we do. Um, and I'm excited about today's topic because it's funny just well first of all let me just kind of give people an idea of what we're going to discuss and that's how to stay positive no matter what but what I like about this topic coach because you suggested it is it kind of dives into the process uh, or mm -hmm. I guess you could say it's an actual like law like this mm -hmm. is the this is true for whatever good or bad, yes. this is a system or a law that you can use to your advantage. So kick us off on um, where you want to go. Yeah. So one of the things that really um, has me going and exciting right now is that, <clears throat> so we live right now when this on the planet, they, you know, we deal with what we call the industrial growth society, right? Yeah. It's all about industrial growth, wealth accumulation, blah, 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 blah. And on the other end of that pole, you have somebody saying, hang on a minute, we might be destroying the planet in this process. Well, I'm not interested in that debate. I'm interested in the everyday people, what we call the commons. Um, because really what we, the everyday people, when you get past all of the noise and the politics, they just want to live their life. They want to enjoy it as much as they can. Their families, their children, um, what they what they feel like they were called to do in this life, yeah. right? Right down to their mates, whoever they choose. They, they're living their life at that level. Yeah. And if you leave them alone, right, that's really what they want to actualize, right? Like the everyday person is like, I don't have aspirations to, to deal with what's happening in government and all that. That's not what I want. Mm -hmm. I want something else. That's pretty much the everyday person. Yes. Right? And so what I'm thinking about and what's been on my mind is the everyday person really wants to be happy. Mm -hmm. um, and not every manifestation is designed to um, make you a million dollars. It's actually designed to help you to do something that very few people are able to achieve. And that is really the kind of joy that makes your life 
feel like it's worth living. Yes. It's not on a balance sheet. You can't even see it on paper, but you can see it in the person's presence. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, we live in a world, a universe that operates on laws and principles. And um, and even though somebody says, well, that feels like a coincidence. No, coincidence is just another word for law undiscovered, yes. right? Or unrecognized. Yep. Um, there's nothing happening on this planet um, by accident, right? So what I mean by that is it's not an accident that you're on a planet that chemically is set up in such a way that you can walk and breathe on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an accident that you're here that way. Okay, then. So what I'm saying is the same laws that govern our seasons, uh-huh. right? Like clockwork, the same law that causes a bird to pick up the breeze on its feathers and then know it's time to leave the community is the same law that we use to manifest or actualize any other event or experience in our lives, right? Yes. And so before some of our listeners, you know, when you hear the word manifest, some will be like, oh, yeah. Others will be like, yeah, I'm not into that whole, you know, manifest this, manifest that. What we're referring to is not some ethereal, cuckoo out there in the Netherlands deal. We're talking about <laughs> that the first action is thought, right? So that's, right. that's where we're going to get into. That way people aren't like, man, man, you know, so I just want to give everybody <laughs> that little tidbit there. Yeah, so I could, and that's the, that's another thing too. I could use any other word. Right. I could say create. We could use any word. But but what we're talking about is there really is a process. Yes. Right? You prepare the ground, you plant a seed in it, you water it, and then something grows. Guess what? That is a law, right? Yeah. Okay. You can call it gardening if you will, but it's still a principle behind it, right? Yes. You know, because seeds don't come up out of the ground by accident. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, then, so when we're talking about you, ladies and gentlemen, and things that you want to do, right? There's like three things that come up, right? First, you get a message. That message is the thought that you just mentioned, right? Yes. So then you have a message and then you have an imprint of that message. The imprint of that message is you continuing to work on the original message to make sure that it was true or not, right? Okay. What do I mean by that? is, okay, it's December and somebody says, I need to lose 50 pounds. So when they get into January, they have a message. Well, the difference between that message being really imprinted has to do with the fact that how deeply they believe in it, right? So the depth of belief in the message then leads to the imprint? That's right. It, the strength of the imprint. So you've seen somebody who... Wow, when you see them, it's like, you look tremendous. They've lost a lot of weight. But when you look at them and you're talking to them, it's clear to you in that conversation that there is nothing lucky about what that person did. Right. What you're what you're actually looking at is those three things you saw that in that conversation, you saw that person's message, right? You saw the imprint of that message in that person's life. And then you saw the results of that message and this imprint in the way that she looks, right? Yeah. Or the way that he looks. And that would and be the manifestation, the result. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Manifestation, result, outcome, you know, whatever that makes the person feel good and 
um, that they can resonate with, but that's what it is, right? And so one of the things that um, is on my mind right now, so I'm looking at the everyday people in the commons, you know, we want to do something. So the first thing is, it's like, you know what? I want a partner that's really compatible for me, mm -hmm. right? Let's just say we we take that one because that's really probably one of the the um, biggest goals in our lives really is a relationship. Yeah. It can look like a business, but we find out real quickly after a while, you know, even the greatest businesses are formed on relationships at certain levels. Yes. You may not see that when you're hearing about a company's portfolio, but behind all of that paperwork and those numbers and those zeros and those ones are relationships that make that happen. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And the quality of the relationship directly affects the outcome on that piece of paper that we're looking at. Right. Yeah. Okay, so then what we're saying here then is when it comes to the relationship dynamic, it's really important because it puts everything else that we do into context, right? Yes. You know, um, the I'm trying to think of the movie that came out about the richest man in the world or something like that. And um, he was kind of like selfish. And he had all of these things, but he essentially died alone, mm -hmm. right? Um, he'll never get a chance to go back and undo why he did, you know, why he was thinking what he's done because that time has passed. But in the movie, there were different times when he felt himself break under his thinking process, but he was so entrenched, right? He couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Right. When we see that happen and we talked about off air, right? Yes. Um, when somebody is that entrenched, they are dealing with the exact same laws that you and I are speaking about right now. It The outcome is just different. Yeah. So off camera, we were just talking about somebody who had was thinking one way and his partner's thinking another way. And now all of a sudden their relationship is dissolved. Well, the message, the imprint, and the outcome were exactly the same. The only difference is the way the outcome produced for one party, they were a little bit disappointed, yeah, right? Um, angry, but they did the exact same thing. And this is what we're saying to the listener. First of all, that initial message, what do you want, mm -hmm. right? You, so the first thing is the message that you send to yourself. What do I want? What do I want for my life? What is going to bring me to kind of meaning, right? That's your first message. The strength of that message is going to make an imprint on you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That imprint then is going to control your behavior, your actions, your thoughts, right? Yes. So that means that if it's about um, health, that means that you're going to make changes in your life, right? But when you make those changes, those changes are going to fit into the context of that message and then the imprint that it makes, right? Yeah. And then your message and your imprint become sort of like a, a feedback loop, right? It's sort of like a reinforcing feedback loop, right? And it's going to continue to amplify that message, right? Yes. And so... 
What does that look like, practically speaking? Well, she started off, you know, she lost two pounds one week, two pounds the next week. You saw her six months later, and now she's lost 60 pounds, right? Or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, when you look at it, that's exactly what you're seeing. You see, the person says, I really want to be healthy, but not because some doctor told me I need to be healthy. I want to be healthy because it contributes directly to my happiness and my well-being, right? Yeah. That's a dominant message. She imprints that down into her subconscious mind. And then the next thing you know, because it's a strong message, her life or his life starts to take the kind of shape, right? Yes. That produces an outcome, right? Yes. Now it's reinforcing itself, right? And the more it reinforces itself, the, the, the strength is seen in that outcome. Somebody's like, golly, yeah. you know, I'm using weight as an example in this case here because it's recognizable by anyone, right? Yeah. Um, but that message, again, is the message, it's the imprint, and then it's the outcome, manif manifestation, or result. So what we're saying is that law operates in every avenue area of our life mm -hmm. it doesn't matter right somebody could say well is there a negative outcome no no there is no negative outcome there is just a result that we produce we determine uh what that outcome ultimately looks like right in the way that we relate to it um is that making sense it does i see you typing i am typing so okay People just remember MEM, message, imprint, manifestation. When you were talking about um, people can get entrenched and then the message and the imprint become a, a, a feedback loop and then they amplify that, the concept too is the idea that you don't fail. You get exactly what you wanted. You may not right. know that it was what you wanted, but the evidence is seen in the outcome. So if you have people that are so entrenched in that feedback loop of uh, message and imprint, sometimes you can, like it, if it's having a negative impact on you, sometimes you cannot get them out. Like you can try to give them a different message, but they're so entrenched in their belief system that it's, you know, you're just, there's no way to get past that. And so, um, like my question would be, or maybe it'd be more of a statement. You may not be able to help people get out of entrenched thoughts yourself because, you know, the relationship dynamics, all that stuff, you know, sometimes yeah. you just got to walk away, but yeah. how do you prevent yourself from getting entrenched when it's not something that's positive for you? Again, it's the same. It comes back to the same um, idea. You got to know what you want. This, you know, you got to know what you truly value, right? Mm -hmm. you, you know, you, at some point, 
we have to take a stand for this thing that we call our life, right? Yes. Because I think that's a part of our testimony of being here. It's a part of our story. So if we're talking about two people that are together and it's clear that there's incompatibility in that situation and they are not able to negotiate amongst themselves a more positive um, framework for their relationship, then at that point, they are both literally in the same place with the message, the imprint, the manifestation or outcome. They are in, in identically the same pos position. That's interesting. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the question becomes the value in that, in terms of the message, right? So one person is entrenched and I'm not changing. I don't care what you say. Ah, blah, 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 blah. And the other person is kind of like emotionally immersed in the relationship, not necessarily entrenched, but they're enmeshed in a, on a certain level because there's something that they need to correct with themselves. Yeah. Once it hits that other person, because they're both doing the same thing. They're both have a message. They have an imprint and it's producing an outcome in their relationship. Yeah. But one of them says, I am willing to change. Because I want something else out of this situation. I want a more positive experience for myself, for my family, for my future, for my life going forward. And once that message hits, that is the, the message along with this imprint, right? The strength of its imprint that now starts to break that entrenched dynamic entrenched and mesh dynamic that they have in that relationship right yeah so if we're talking about couplehood either way you look at it it doesn't matter we can keep it sexless right but in the couplehood once a decision is made that they want something else then that message and that imprint is what separates or breaks apart those dynamics in the relationship Mm -hmm. It could look like one person is leaving the relationship. You could say that they broke up. You could use that language, but break up or leaving the relationship is an outcome of a message that has been imprinted based on the value, right, that that person says that they have for themselves. And that your value, sense? yeah, will determine the message. I mean, if the value is selfishness and you know, um, narcissistic behavior, anger, if that's a value, like, like sometimes for people, anger is a protective me mechanism, you know, so it becomes right. a value for that's them, right. then you're going to get those results. But if they're positive things like kindness and peace, I want peace in my mm -hmm. life. Eventually the value system of both, whether it's a business relationship, a romantic relationship, even a parent-child relationship, if there's some dysfunction there, that eventually the value systems of each come up and then that message becomes very clear and very imprinted. And if there can be no negotiation as far as, okay, let's work together to come to a new message and a new imprint for our lives. Let's, let's do something great together. The only way you can go is apart. I mean, unless you're willing to stay entrenched in terrible things, eventually you're going to have to break off. So it's almost like a, 
a battle of the imprints. A, mm-hmm. Huh? It's like there's this struggle mm-hmm. there. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like that phrase you use that, you know, with archaeology, that the truth buried, it always comes to the surface. It does. Truth dashed to the ground will always rise up. Yeah. No matter what you do, it will always rise up. Um, just my time on the planet um, and from my own experiences, watching other people, just, you know, just watching something like the seasons change, you can literally see that if you, if you allow yourself to be connected, you can see that order is all around us, right? Okay. Order, the natural environment, order is all around us. We are constantly receiving messages about what we want to do, where we want to go, what we, what is valuable to us. The more centered we become in ourselves, right? Yeah. Because this is really what it gets down to, determines how we branch off and go forward once that message hit us. There are some people that, you know, they stay in the spot of being told what to do, living a life that they that has been prescribed for them, but it's not truly their life. But they are, they their messaging says, I'm going to live this anyway. Yes. But in that regard, they are still getting other messages that's checking it. Are you sure? Are you sure this is what you want to do? Are you sure this is where you want to go? And you'll probably see that client from time to time because, you know, you're talking to them and they say, yeah, my, my business is doing all right, you know, and, you know, my family is healthy. And then you're looking at them, but you're saying, you know what, there's something missing. There's something missing. Yeah. And they will make contact with whatever that dynamic is, but they'll let it go, right? Because they don't want to address it. They'll say, well, you know, it could be better, but they have, once you hear that, but then they're basically saying, you know, it's not that bad. I don't want to take a risk on making any changes. So I just kind of like deal with it because it's just enough, right? It's just to the point where I can tolerate it. Okay, fine. Yeah. We don't have anything against that, but that's the decision that they made, right? And that is also message imprint and manifestation. Exactly. Exactly right. Okay. And so now, go ahead. Okay. Oh, no, go ahead, coach. Okay, because I was going to say now, then the other person that's getting that same message imprint and then manifestation or outcome, they're like, you know what? This is a great person. I mean, they have some great qualities. But something in my life is missing in this relationship with this person. And no no matter how much I might like him or her, I'm not going to stay here. Mm -hmm. Because if I do, I'm going to die. And what I mean by that is emotionally, psychologically, and absolutely physically, they're going to die because they will not be living they will not be living in a way that is compatible with how they feel deeply. Yeah. Right. And once they ignore that, they are also ignoring the natural phenomena that's occurring in their lives, which is that message. That message is like your soul saying, Hey, look, you, you really need to do something. Right. You know, you're not happy. You know, you go to kiss your partner before they leave to go out the door. And then when that door closes behind you, you suddenly find that, 
you're you're kind of sad, right? Mm-hmm. You might be happy that they walked out of the door, or you couldn't wait to get a, to be alone. Whatever it is, something is telling you that that relationship is not really working for you at that level. Yeah. So you're you're forcing yourself to accept it. Mm-hmm. You're forcing a square into a round hole, or vice versa, right? And you've conditioned yourself to deal with it. Yeah. Having said all of that, though, the the process is always happening. And this is what we want people to understand. You are always dealing with messaging. You know, your soul, if you want to go that way, is always asking you, where's your greatest joy at? Where is the best expression of your life at? And all of these things, we're constantly dealing with that every day, right? And then what is the imprint that you want to send yourself so that you can start to make changes? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, the strength of that message is going to be based on your value. Right. It's going to be based on what you think is really important and how much risk or courage are you willing to display to have what you want? Yeah. We talk to people about this in business all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And what we're saying is that because it's a natural law, we're talking about the application applies to everything we do. It's in your business, it's um, it's in your relationships, it's in how you raise your children, it's in how you take care of your health, it's in how you take care of the people that are around you, your community. It, it's the same. It's sort of like understanding that everything on the planet is actually composed of the exact same thing. Yes. Everything... Everything on the planet is composed of the exact same elements. The only difference is the arrangement, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The the arrangement is what determines what something is looking like. So I got this picture. There's my dog behind me on the screen, right? Well, guess what? We're both carbon creatures. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Um, Degree separates us, right? So when so when you understand that, then I guess this is what I'm saying. So there's nothing that's out of the ordinary in this life that we're living. Yeah. Right. It really isn't. And once we understand that it's actually far simpler than we give ourselves credit for, then we can start to see, well, what do I really want to do? 